This is Trash Talk with your host, Garrett the Trash Man. What is up, everybody? It's Garrett the Trash Man, your host of the world's best podcast, Trash Talk. John, how we doing? I'm just dandy this fine Monday morning. You're getting through all this craziness? Oh, yeah. All right, dude. Well, let's jump into it with the rants, man. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll go first real quick. I noticed, and I think it's something that I continually find, that there's always excuses hidden. Your mind is such a tricky thing um, that it, it does a good way of tricking you to think like it's not an excuse, it's an actual thing. Like It's very, very tricky. You can't outsmart it. You can only get ahead of it. Yeah. Um, and I was listening to a podcast about a guy that started a business and all the work he was doing. And what it brought up for me is I realized there's so many times that I use the excuse of my family as a reason to not act. And it's really a bad excuse. Because in all reality, you know, my wife would totally be behind me with most things I do. Um, My family would be behind me. I just need to be clear on what I'm up to, what I'm going to accomplish. And it's so easy to be like, oh, yeah, I would work like crazy. I'd start that other business. But, you know, this with the family, it's hard and that and that. And it's like, no, like, that's just an excuse, just as if it's any other excuse that people come up with. Mm -hmm. And so look into your life and always be looking for those excuses because they will show up and they'll be there. And if you're not looking for them, they will run your life. I love that. I Just a quick comment on that. I, If you listen to a lot of people who put just about any content out, uh-huh. a lot of the time they talk about your subconscious mm-hmm. and how much we don't realize our subconscious does for us. And so, no, I 100% agree with that, that those excuses do creep in and we need to be aware of them. Yeah. Well, in our subconscious, I think lots of times people hear that as like a thing that's happening that you can't control. Yeah. And it's not like, I, I like the phrasing better of like being asleep or awake. Mm. Like if you're, if you're going through life asleep, that subconscious is what's running you, but it's 100% in your control. It's not like your subconscious is running and you can't control it and it's going to do whatever it wants to do. Be awake to it. Be awake to what's actually happening, and you can actually control that subconscious. Yeah, yeah. I or another good way to put it is the way you've programmed your mind to work. (laughs) Yeah. You you, so much of what you do on a daily basis is just pre-programmed. Yeah. But and and I wouldn't even say pre-programmed because you didn't show up in the world like that. You programmed. Yeah, exactly. And you can reprogram. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. So, my rant today is. is kind of something that I that kind of happens to me, but I intentionally do as well. And every once in a while, um, I think it's good to kind of do a reality check of just kind of take inventory of like what you're doing, what you're focusing on, um, and kind of the direction you're headed in in life. Um, because in my opinion, it helps you understand, you know, and find clarity of, of what the next steps are. Um, I know, for example, I'll be plugging along and I think I'm doing all this stuff and then I'll kind of take a second and, and, and kind of analyze where I'm at in my life and realize, huh, you know, I've been doing pretty good, but guess what? I may have been being rather small minded of late or, Maybe I think I've been really taking um, the action I want to create what I want to create in life. And really, when I really look at it, that's 
that that's not what I'm doing. I'm mm-hmm. just going through motions. And and so kind of take a reality check and just kind of analyze things. Don't don't put emotion to it. Just analyze it objectively and and be truthful with yourself. And to me, that helps me so much of realizing, hey, you know, I have been doing good here and we're we're we're, we're clicking along there. But guess what? If I want to create this in my life, I, I need to take these actions and I need to do them in, in, in this way so that I'm actually creating that and not just spinning my wheels. Yeah. Well, I think that's, there's so much value in journaling um, mm. that it slows you down to actually take inventory of what's going on. Um, Casey Baugh is a guy I used to work for and he does really good with that. He calls it Sunday planning. And every Sunday he takes an hour or two to sit down. There's journaling, there's planning, there's a lot that's going on, but it's really just taking inventory of the week past and what he's going to accomplish next week. And um, setting up a system that has you do that on a regular basis I think is super valuable. That's awesome. Do you journal, Garrett? I do, and not as much as I would like to. Like I used to be religious, really good at it. And uh, now... I look at my social media lots of times as being my journaling, but there's still a lot of value of sitting down and uh, writing things out. I think I need to start an audio journal. Yeah. That's something that's been on my mind for a while, and it's something that I know I need to do. Yeah. Get her done? Get her done. All right. Well, let's thank, thank our our sponsor. Good night. A sponsor. A sponsor. Uh, um, Larson Waste, world's best trash company. Mm-hmm. We're still out there. We're getting you trash. Through this madness, um, if you are a customer, one thing I would request, please be sure to bag your trash. We want to have our guys staying in their truck as much as possible. One of the main reasons they get out of the truck is because they go to dump it and trash comes out. That only happens when the trash isn't bagged. And it is the customer's responsibility to bag their trash. Even though we handle it, we get all the spilt trash and everything, um, it's your responsibility to bag that trash, and that's how it ought to be in your can. You so, should have the time to do it, yeah. You're probably on quarantine. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and uh, it just helps our guys without, you know, not being exposed to more stuff. So thank you, Larson Waste, for sponsoring this podcast. Mm, got to love good old Larson Waste. You, you just got to. So diving into the this uh, the what we want to discuss today, um, I have, like, just, like, 20 minutes ago got off call um, with about nine business owners um, and we were there to, one, check up on each other. Um, it's nine business owners that I have a relationship with. And two, um, just discuss the impact that's having on our business, this COVID-19 um, issue and what we're doing and getting ahead of it. And there was a couple things that stood out to me. Um, I'm by far the youngest on the call. And the other men on the call all were running businesses during the 2008 crash. Mm. And something that was talked about was the um, response time in 2008 and how um, one of the members on this call recognized how slow other people were responding to the thing. And something he said is in an in a event, the sooner the action, an action is taken, the more powerful it can be. Um, and... I thought that was very informative. And the businesses that, that we run, I mean, there's businesses like me that are commodities, and there's business, um, one one fellow's business is totally predicated on uh, travel, hotels. Oh. It's a startup, or, or, and it's with hotels, and obviously that's come to a 
screeching halt. Ooh. It's not like, oh, you know, even the restaurants right now, yeah, they may be feeling it. They may or may not be feeling it yet, but it's like, oh, yeah, well, we still get to do take takeout. Yeah. This guy's business, it's basically Done. screeching halt Just for now. Yeah. And uh, he was discussing the actions he's been taking, even though he has a run rate to get him by for six months or maybe even more. He's taking action now um, to be be ready and prepared for whatever happens, and that's been so much more powerful with him and his employees to be ahead of it. And uh, it's something that's been on my mind a lot because you hear a lot, um, or at least I have in the news, of people being like, oh, well, you know, keep paying your employees or there's some of these really large companies or, or their employees aren't showing up but they're still paying them. And in all reality, most small businesses just do not have the money for that. Oh, yeah, absolutely. It's just not there. Like, um, a lot of people like to demonize all business owners as if we're operating on margins where we just have pools and pools of cash and we just have to dive into that to pay people for the next three months for free. But uh, um, my business being in a pretty dang good position still, like, there's not – it wouldn't be responsible to keep that much cash on hand. Yeah. To keep paying everyone, um, if our revenue, cut, you know, yeah. significantly drops, and so the main thing I took from that was just be proactive and take take action about, it. and the leadership you bring to it is um, so important. Yeah. And for me, uh, another thing that was said was uh, to not let optimism, and optimism is something that's very very important to me. I mean, extremely important. I oh, think yeah. I think the world like the world can move for an optimistic person. Oh, absolutely. And what they said though is, don't let optimism be a um, excuse for non-action. And I was like, man, that is um, that's very um, true and powerful to me because it's. It, optimism there's there's so much value in going yeah we're gonna get through this we've got this we can do this and i would say that's different from delusional of yep we're just gonna keep paying everybody as good as we can we're just we're gonna make it through it and no plan just yep it's all great and dandy and let's just whistle past the graveyard yeah um and so it really is a balance um of showing up being light, um, taking off the pressure. You know, I look yeah. at, I, I've felt this business as I walk in lots of times and I'm interacting with employees. I feel like it's pressure cooker and I'm showing up and I'm just twisting that little top off a yep. little bit to let off the steam, you know, and lower the pressure. And it takes leadership to be able to come in and do that as well as at that same time possibly having a conversation with that person about them working five days a week, but getting paid for four. Yeah. You know, and, um, it's, that is leadership. Um, you know, another thing that we've said many times, I think on this podcast and that in that group, we've talked a lot about is that, um, a lot of our life, um, it's pretty easy, especially people that practice it to go through with their leadership, you know, and it's just kind of happens. We've got it. We've got it well under control. But uh, the the 10% that it really takes true leadership to show up, um, be clear on what you're committed to, be clear on uh, what you're going to accomplish, and 
be able to get people on board, even though it's not something easily said. Um, it's that that's when the leadership matters. Yeah. And uh, so we've got to got to get off that 90 percent cruise control and get ready to to be in that 10 percent zone where leadership matters. Yeah. No, it's it's interesting you say that because, you know, with everything going on, it's been interesting to see people who are just like, oh, dear, this has happened to me. Whatever am I going to do? Yeah. And well, then I- there you see people are like, OK, this is happening. Now, I thought, you know, during this time frame, I was going to have to take this action. Now I need to double that Mm -hmm. so that, you know, when this all ends, we're good and we can keep on going. Yeah. And uh, and it's just interesting to see how the basis of that part of it is optimism. But I don't really – yes, I agree that, like, optimism is key to that, but it could be out of fear that people are doing it. But action is at the base of it. Yeah. Yeah, I put a post out at the end of last week. And uh, I was talking about um, faith. Oh, I loved that, dude. That was great stuff. Yeah, and the the components of faith is power and action. Mm-hmm. And I've, I, I just felt a big difference because I felt myself really tightening up with fear of what's going to happen in the future. I'm looking into the future. And fear stops action. And fear is not a place that produces or creates more. But faith can be. Mm-hmm. And that doesn't mean you stick your head in the sand. Because you can't stick your head in the sand and be taking action. Yeah. So you're aware of what's going on. You're taking action. And the power comes from alignment and clarity. And if you've got alignment, clarity, alignment, clarity, authenticity, a bunch of other things that, that build into that, your actions will be powerful. And and like you'll you'll that optimism will come. And, you know, I had a lot of people hopping on that post and getting, like, real philosophical. And I'm like, listen, <laughs> faith, like, paragraphs of what faith actually is to them, and that, which is all great. Whatever floats their boat. How I hold it is belief in something that's bigger than yourself that hasn't yet been created. Yeah. And, um, and you bring it about by those two, two components, the action and the uh, power. And... And so just look at that, look at whether it's a business, whether it's your family, whether it's the country, whether it's all of those, look at those and practice faith, bring faith to that, be a part of something that's bigger than yourself that has not been created yet. And it's, and it's incredible because God will move angels for you when you show up with that faith, Mm -hmm. things will happen. And that's not just saying Lottie Dottie magic happens. There's action that's got to happen with that, and it's very clear the steps to take to do that. But it's so easy to just fall into fear, and the actions you're taking out of fear have a completely different outcome than those actions you're making with faith. Mm, I love that. So that was good. That was that, that last line was really good. That's just rolling off the tongue, just dropping <laughs> bars over here. <laughs> well, dude, let's wrap it up because I've got a lot to get done, and I'm sure you do too. Mm-hmm, I gotta hit the road. Let's hit the road. All right, appreciate you guys listening. Give us a five star review. Hit us up with any questions. Peace. <laughs>